I remember this place. This was a place where I had to, I had to make a choice in my life once in, that, in an apartment in that building. It was, a, it was a late night. It was actually early in the morning, so you can imagine what my friends and I were out doing because it was about 2 o'clock in the morning. And so we go to this apartment building, and we're going, hey, let's keep this party going. Let's keep this going. And so sure enough, we all get in this apartment building, and yep, there was a party going on. But this time, there wasn't alcohol there. This time, it's being passed around was a mirror full of cocaine. So I had a choice that night. I had a choice that night that I felt was going to play a part in my role in my life that night. So I was at a crossroads of life. It was a crossroads that I look back and I, I really do feel that was a, it was a, that decision I made that night played a major role in my life. So this week, we're going we're gonna to look at our last part of Moses. Moses has been 40 years, again, there's another stage of 40 years, leading this nation of Israel. Leading this nation of Israel around in the desert that constantly is, is just, just wanting to know, like, I'm hungry. So God gives them food. Well, I don't like that food. I want some meat. So he gives them some meat. I'm thirsty. So he gives them some, gives them some water to drink. Constantly putting up with these Israelites, not trusting God, not, not believing in him, not, not really following God, not making the choice to follow him. And what we see, though, constantly through this, this process is God is constantly providing for them. He's protecting them. He's disciplining them. He's leading them. And they just don't seem to figure this out. They don't seem to figure this out. Moses is also at the end of his life. He's going to turn the reins over to, to Joshua. Joshua is now going to have, lead this nation of Israel. He's kind of go, good luck, Joshua. I, I haven't got him anywhere, but good luck. So we've, we find Moses also in the book we're going to look at, Deuteronomy. He's kind of going through all the things that you guys need to do if you're going to choo choose God, if you're going to follow God. And he's given him a choice. He's given him a choice of life or death. And the Israelites are also at this crossroads. They're at the crossroads, they're in the desert, they're about to enter this land that's been promised to them. So he's saying, the choice is yours. The choice is yours. This choice, this choice of life or death, that's what Moses is doing. He's given them that choice of life or death. We're going to look at Deuteronomy 30, verses, so we're going to start at verse 11. If you guys have a Bible, if you want to turn to that, or if you have an app, you want to look at that, or those at home, if you want to grab your Bible and, and just turn to that. It will also be on the screen. Verse 11 starts. This command I'm giving you today is not too difficult for you. It is not beyond your reach. It is not kept in heaven. So distant that you must ask, who will go up to heaven and bring it down to us so we can hear it and obey? It is not kept beyond the sea so far away that you must ask, who will cross the sea to bring it to us so we can hear it and obey? No, the message is very close at hand. It's on our lips, and it's in our heart, so that you can obey it. As I said, the nation of Israel has been wandering around in the desert for 40 years. So they know about traveling places and going great distances. They know about, they've seen, they've seen some pretty extravagant things, some pretty crazy things while their time in here. They've seen, if you remember last week, Stan said about crossing the Red Sea. They saw God part the Red Sea 
and they walked on dry ground. They walked across it, and then they saw that the Egyptians follow them, and then the waters closed, and all the Egyptians, Egyptians passed away, died. That's some pretty crazy stuff. They also were used to seeing Moses go up to, to climb Mount Sinai and hearing from God all the lightning and thunder and clouds and fire and all that stuff. And then even Moses came down once with the Ten Commandments that were written by God. So they're used to seeing some pretty crazy things. But what Moses is saying, you know what, guys? You know what? What I'm telling you, we don't need to do any of that stuff. We don't need to do any of that. That choice that I'm giving you, is, it's right here in front of you. It's right here in front of you. It is, it's within your reach. It's within your reach. Now, that early morning in that apartment, this decision I was going to make, it was, it was within my reach. In fact, that mirror of cocaine was coming around, and it was in my hands. It was in my hands, and so I'm sitting here holding it in my hands. I didn't need to climb a mountain. I didn't need to go across a sea. I didn't need to do any extreme measures to go find it. It was right there. Now, I'm not, Moses is not talking about whether to do coke or not do coke. But what he's talking about, it's a choice that we all are going to have to make. We all are going to have to make this choice, this choice of this matter of life or death. Moses is saying, what he's really trying to say is that, you know what, none of us are without excuse. We can't use that thing saying, well, I didn't know. I didn't know that. We can't use the saying as saying, when we're, we see Jesus or we see God, we say, God, I just didn't know. I didn't know, God. We all know it. It's in our lips. It's on, in our hearts. Let's look at Romans 2, verses 14 to 15. Even Gentiles, all of us, all those people, not just the Israelites that were given the law, but every one of us, all of us, the Gentiles, even the Gentiles who do not have God's written law when they instinctively obey it, even without having heard it, they demonstrate that God's law is written in their hearts for their own conscience and thoughts, either accuse them or tell them they are doing right. So come on, don't tell me you don't know, because we all know. We all know those, those choices that we have to make. That night, there was something in my heart I knew. I knew that night that this choice I was going to make was going was to affect the rest of my life. It, it was going to have consequences. That those choices that we make, that whether we follow what's written in our heart, what we know is wrong or right, God has put that in our heart. If I, I've spoken on this before, that we're created in God's image. We're created in God's image. So that wrong or right, God has put that in us. That choice is ours. The choice is ours if we want to reject it or if we want to listen to it. Now, also I want to put a disclaimer on this. I want to say that I'm not saying you can get to heaven by just following a bunch of laws, by following a bunch of rules. The Israelites, if you read in the Old Testament, you can see that's not, that's not, it didn't work. The Pharisees, when Jesus would talk about them, they had a whole bunch of rules, a whole bunch of laws. It didn't work. So what I'm saying is, Jesus is the only way. Jesus is the only way. We have to believe in him. So this not sinning thing, that that's the way, no, that, that is impossible. We were born sinful. I think the first week of this whole series, 
Stan talked about Adam and Eve and how we're born with the sinful nature. That's how we started this, this series. Romans 3.23 tells us everyone has sinned. So but what I'm trying to get at is all of us, we can't use this excuse. I don't know. Can't say, well, I don't know. I didn't know that. Because we all know that. It's all within our grasp. I don't need to go climb my own efforts to find it. I don't need to do something extravagant. It's right there. It's in our hearts, and it's on our lips. And all these choices that I'm talking about, they have eternal consequences. There's eternal consequences to the choices we make. Have you ever thought about that word eternal for a little bit? What that really means? It's a pretty important word. Because eternal, if you look at the screen, it says it's, it's a lasting or existing forever. It's without end or beginning. So all of this that we're in, it's just one little tiny dot. That night when I was in that apartment, that's just one small moment of eternity. Just one tiny thing. It, it's almost you can't even imagine what that means. But in my heart... I knew that that choice was, it, was, it had eternal consequences. I look back now and I see that it, it really did. That choice I made last night, it, it, it determined a path that I was going to go on. Now, let's grab our Bibles again. Let's, let's read again and starting in verse 15. Now listen, today I'm giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. For I command you this day to love the Lord your God and keep his commands, decrees, and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are about to enter and occupy. Now this is the warning if we don't. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed." You will not live a long, good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. Today, I, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him, and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. If you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land of the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So that's the choice. That's the choice, life or death. Life with God and the blessing that comes with it, or life without God and the destruction that follows. This, Israel's been in the desert for 40 years. Now, if you've ever seen the desert or been in the desert, it's called the desert for a reason because there's nothing in the desert. There's you, very difficult to survive in the desert unless you have, well, God providing for you to survive. God giving you blessings. God giving you provisions. Now, this nation, they've been, they've been freed from slavery from the Egyptians. That They're now free. But we constantly hear them saying, I want to go back to slavery. I, want to, I, I don't want to follow you, God. I don't trust you. This, I don't like this. This is uncomfortable. I don't, I don't trust your blessings. That they would rather spend eternity in slavery, in death, turning their back to God, 
trusting their, their, their lives with the Egyptians, then having this freedom they now have with God, this freedom they have with God that he's providing for them, he's blessing for them, he's taking care of them. That when it gets a little tough for these Israelites, they, they do. They want to abandon Moses, telling him that, but God, you're wrong, Moses. They think that, that slavery, it wasn't that bad. And they want to go back. Like I said, Moses, you're wrong. God, you're wrong. Slavery, death, that's better than this. So what about us? What about us when, when we have those struggles? When we have those things in life that, that just, we want to turn our back on God. We want to we say, God, you're wrong. We want to go into this slavery. We want to go into this death. Moses tells us what happens in verse 17 or 18. This is what happens. If you turn your hearts away from God, refuse to listen, you serve and worship other gods, then you will be destroyed. All that stuff we fill our hearts with, all that stuff that we, we serve and worship that are, that are other gods, small g, they'll lead to destruction. It's not going to lead to that fulfilled life, that blessing that comes from God, the only God, big G. When we worship those things in our lives more than we worship God, we're choosing death. Now, as you noticed, I, I have a new pair of shoes on today. And, and I think Stan has pointed out, I, I have quite a few shoes. I like shoes. Drew's tried to take some from me. He wants some. He's asked me for them. So I wore these shoes because if, if you don't know, these are the new Kobe's. And uh, because the Lakers made it to the finals, sorry, Warriors weren't even in the bubble, but um, I figured Kobe's would be a good, good shoe to wear today. So let's say I spend all my time, all my energy, I start worshiping these shoes. I start turning my back to God, and I walk away from God, and all I do is I spend... I abandon my family, abandon everything, and all I do is my, my focus is just to get these shoes, to get new shoes, to have these, to find the most, the rarest, the most, what people consider valued shoes. And that's all I do. What are these shoes going to do for me? What are they going to do for me exactly? Nothing. They can't provide for me. They can't bless for me. In fact, shoes are, they can't even put themselves on my feet for me. I have to do that. I have to do the shoes. So what do they leave me with? Nothing. They're not going to bless me. So I let these shoes become my God. I find myself alone with just myself in these shoes. And you know what? Eventually these shoes are going to wear out. They're going to wear out. And then what leaves? I'm going to be left alone just by myself. So what if I'm wrong by when I choose to not follow God? What if that's the wrong decision and I follow these other gods like my shoes? That's what Moses is warning us about. He's warning us about that if we don't choose God, that this is what's going to happen, that death, that destruction, curses. I'm going to be alone. I'm going to have nothing for eternity. So is that a choice we want to make? Do we want to take that chance? Do we want to take that chance that Moses was wrong? Now let's look and see if Moses was right. Let's consider maybe if Moses was right about what he was saying, if you choose God. What if when I'm up here telling you things, or Stan is up here, what if we're right about what we're saying up here? We, 
we're told that God will bless us, that God will give us life. And we're talking about this eternal life. And we'll, we'll read in Romans 6.23. It tells us, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift from God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. What we see this life talked about several places in the Gospel of John. Now, the Gospel of John, for you, if you don't know, if you're not familiar with the Bible, John's this guy that hung out with Jesus. He walked with Jesus. He knows the stories. He, and he wrote this, and these are his words. He says, Anyone who believes in God's Son has eternal life. Anyone who doesn't obey the Son will never experience eternal life, but remains under God's angry judgment. John 3, 36. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks, at the son, looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. John 6, 40. This is what Moses is saying in verse 19 of Deuteronomy. Oh, that you would choose life. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants may live. So what if Moses was right? What if what you hear up here is right? What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? We have to lose life or death. Life or death. But you know what? The choice is yours. The choice is yours. And Moses' statements to these Israelites, what we read about their statements to us, what he's saying is, is he's encouraging us to, you know what? You need to choose wisely. You need to choose wisely. How many of us remember the movie The Matrix? A few of you. It's surprising how old that movie is. I must be old. But there's a scene in there where Morpheus and he's talking to Neo. Neo's the main character in the movie. And he's, he's giving him this choice of this blue pill or this red pill. And Morpheus says to him, he goes, this is what he says. He goes, remember, all I'm offering is the truth. So Neil takes the red pill, and Morpheus says to him, follow me. So that's what Moses is offering us. He's offering us truth. God is offering us truth. Jesus is offering us truth. This truth of blessing or destruction, life or death. And we need to choose wisely. Now, I haven't finished the story yet of that night in the apartment, so I need to finish that for you. Did I choose life? What I felt was life, listening to God, following God, listening to Jesus tell me those same words, follow me, follow me, or did I choose death? The choice was all mine. No one was there pressuring me, telling me I had to do this or I had to do that or I couldn't do this. But at that point in my life, I, I felt like I was kind of like the Israelites. It's just kind of wandering around the desert trying to figure out this whole God thing, trying to figure out what that means. Sometimes I'd follow and obey. Sometimes, but other times I'd, I wouldn't trust, I wouldn't believe, thinking that I knew the best way that I could handle all this, which actually, that's what found me that night in that apartment, having to make this choice. Maybe some of you are in the same situation. You're just wandering around, trying to figure out this God thing, trying to see, see what it means, trying to make that decision of life or death. Now, I've mentioned that that night I felt this overwhelming weight. I felt that this choice, it was, it was going to take me down this path or this path, life or death. If I said no to this, this cocaine that was right in front of me, it was literally in my hands. It was, I mean, it was right there. That if I said no, I felt God was saying, you're going to choose life. You're going to choose life. If I said yes, 
then I was going to choose a path that was going to lead me to the path of death. It was just going to be riddled with destruction and addiction and all kinds of things that I don't want, you don't want to have in your life. So that night I did choose life. I let the mirror pass me right on by. In fact, I actually found myself just kind of slowly, I, and I left shortly after that. And I fully expected God's blessing to come, which I can look back now, many, many years later, and, and, and it did. By letting that, that pass me by, it is, it is, I've received God's blessing. Now, I also want to make this clear that say I, say I chose death that night, or what I perceived as death. God's not going to give up on me. God's going to continue to, to continue to give me choices, to put that choice in front of me, to deliver me from life or death, to take me down the path that I was heading down now. He's going to continue to do that. Now, that person whose apartment that I was at that night, I still run into him from time to time, or I run across his name, or Friends that we mutually had, I see him and we'll ask about him and they tell me his life and he's still struggling. He's in and out of treatment centers. He's, he's in and out of the hospital. I, I think he's had near death situations. Many, many, many things. But what I can tell you is that I know God is still giving him a choice also. God is still with him. God hasn't forgot about him. God, everything in God wants him to choose life. Wants him to choose life, not this destruction that he has. He wants him to have blessing, not destruction. God does the same thing for us. He doesn't give up on us. He'll continue to pursue us. He'll pursue us to wherever we think we can run away from, from him. He'll pursue us and he'll be there. He'll be there wanting to give us that choice. Wanting us to give us a chance to choose life or death. To offer us eternal life through Jesus. Or we can choose death, blessing or destruction. So what Jesus is saying, follow me. I come to give you life, follow me. Now, all of this today, it really is a matter of life or death. That night, that choice was mine, and I had to make a choice. All of us in this room at one point or other, we've made that choice or we will have to make that choice, this choice of life or death. So choose wisely because the choice is ours. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for just your wonderful words that you give us.